Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Um, If you were to go on the Oprah show, which, by the way, the fallout continues. Oh, my gosh. I can't even handle it. Every moment there's something new. There's, there's something more now following the Meghan Markle, Prince Harry interview with with Oprah on Sunday night. I think Piers Morgan is one of the latest to lose his job. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that oh, coming yeah, up. I mean, he, I mean, he he did it to himself. Let's put it that way. Of course. He, <laughs> that's who he is. You know? Uh, anyway, we'll talk more about that coming up. But if you were to sit down with Oprah, what big bombshell would we learn about you or your family? Oh, my gosh. There's like so many bombshells in my husband's family. And there's maybe like one in my family. Oh, really? You know? But, hmm, I would say maybe that uh, the big bombshell would be that I married my husband Uh just thinking his dad lived in, like, the bad area of town. He had a nice little, like, one-bedroom place. Like, it wasn't bad, but it was in, like, the worst area, and I thought they had nothing. He had a 20-year-old car. Well, it turns out he was super loaded rich. And I didn't find this out till way after we were married. And then he left all his money to charity. What? (laughs) That's a crazy bombshell. That's a bombshell, which I kind of, my mom's always like, don't count someone else's money. Like, don't do that. So I wasn't. Which is true. Yeah. I wasn't concerned at all. He had, you know, paid for the kids' college stuff that I didn't get. You know what I mean? So I was like, he took care of you guys. I understand. But his brothers are still devastated years later. Well, to find out just that dad had all this money aside, I mean, is really, uh, that I, alone is an interesting when, when I, thing, right? When I found out, I felt sick. Like, uh, Why did you feel sick? Well, because when I first like really found out, I, I, I thought we were going to get some of it. And I, oh. felt, I felt ill. Well, that didn't happen. So I, I didn't have to feel sick, Greg. It took the pressure <laughs> off? Yes. Okay. 520 uh. <laughs> The big bombshell. If Oprah was talking to you on Sunday night prime time, what would we learn? I found out when I was in elementary school that my dad had adopted me and that I was born with the name Kelly K. Kaiser. Okay. Ten years ago, I asked my mom, it's like, no, why would you name me, you know, because I knew she always told me she wanted me to have a name that was different. That's why my name was Kelly. But when I asked her about the KKK, Uh she gave me the really funny look. Oh, no. And apparently my sperm donor was full-blooded German and proud of his Aryan race. Oh, my gosh. So I, isn't that crazy? So have you kept that name? Did you change any part of your name? No. No, I was not raised with that name. Yeah. Ah. Did my you adopted me when I was eight months old. Oh, okay. So, wow. To find out that you had a different name, though, at, at birth. Wow. And that there was somebody else involved. That's and, interesting. And someone that sounds like wasn't like the nicest human. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. I mean, let me tell you, you know, maybe they could have got a job at the Windsor Cast. No, I'm kidding. They weren't that way. They weren't that bad. Meredith. <laughs> they weren't that bad. Meredith. I actually, yeah. <laughs> 821. Do you want to take another call? Sure. Okay, seven seven five zero nine four nine. Monica, what was the bombshell that was dropped on you or that you would drop on Oprah? My bombshell is I found out when I was, uh, I believe, 21 or 22, my mom was battling some skin cancer, and I am an only child of hers until she told me that I have a sister somewhere out there in the world. Oh, my gosh. 
Whoa. <laughs> Did you find that her? Um, unfortunately, I have not. I don't know any of the details. My mom was 15 or 16, and she was forced to give the baby up yeah. oh. um, for adoption. Oh. Um, and we were going through her medical history, and she had put down C-section, and I knew I wasn't a C-section baby. And then she just kind of word vomited that I have a sister, and I'm not the oldest. Oh, <laughs> well, my gosh. Only child too, so. <laughs> Did that just knock you sideways for about a month? Um, it, it did for a while because there was other revelations that came after oh, that. Always. That's just the beginning, yeah. So it kind of circled back and it still kind of affects me to this day. Oh. Because she also tell, told me um, the man that I thought had raised me, it wasn't a great relationship, was never even my father. Oh, so you didn't know so, that. Wow. I didn't know that. Um, and I decided to try to find my dad and... The same year I graduated up from high school in 2009 is the same year he died, unfortunately. Oh. Oy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so just when you're getting ready to learn a little bit more, part of your story goes away with him. That's Man, I don't That's know. crazy. I don't know how people, like, deal with that. That has to be such, like, trauma when you find it out. But she sounds great. Yeah, very well balanced, yes, right? Able yes, to, Able to take it all in stride now. Yeah, yeah. Well, boy, that stuff. That's, that's some big blows right there. Those are some bombshells. Yeah. Thanks for sharing this morning with us at 775-0949. We're always happy to hear from you. More and more fallout from this Prince Harry, Meghan, Markle, Oprah thing. I mean, have you ever walked out of a job? I mean, just said, that's it. No. See ya. <laughs> no, although I think we've all dreamed of that moment, haven't we? We have at, dreamed. At one job or another. I mean, I've quit a job like last second. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you I, did? I've quit and it felt like I was free at last. But you didn't I've give never... like two weeks. No, I mean, I said I'm done. I can't. I can't work with this person. Oh. But I would have. I would have stayed on if they were like, okay, you know what I mean. But no, I went of. I, I. I just walked. But I didn't just say I'm done and walked out of the job like Piers Morgan did. Yeah, here was the situation. They were talking about Meghan Markle. On uh, he's the host of like a Good Morning America type show. It's actually called Good Morning Britain. Yeah, uh, over the overseas, and apparently he's been very critical of Meghan Markle for quite some time now. And one of the other co-hosts on the show was kind of calling him out, saying, "This is what she's talking about." Yes. Is the press? railing on her. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. Okay, I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, uh, Sorry. So, do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, mate, but not my No, no, no. no. See you later. I'm being... Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behavior. So he couldn't sit there and hear the critique. He just no. got up and walked off the show. Yeah, just walked off. It almost sounds fake because of their English accents. But <laughs> I know it, it's real stuff that happened yesterday. And I, I think that especially if you're in the media, you need to to find a way to not just trash on everybody. Because I think sometimes they teach you that that's the way to go about it. And it's not. These are human beings. Even Kim Kardashian, you know what I mean? The Kardashians, they're real humans, you know what I mean? Yeah, and we've all had our opinions, haven't we? And a lot of us have spoken them, but sometimes we have to look inward and go, gosh, would I like it if somebody was saying this no, about me? No. Probably not. And I don't know about you, but that's exactly how I was taught to do this job. You have to have an opinion and it has to be like nasty. Oh, I'm impressed that you were taught to do the job. Nobody told me anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's good. That explains why you're so good at this. And no. I'm kind of like fumbling my way through it <laughs> no, every day. No, not at all. But I do think that, you know, the dream of being able to walk out on a job, although that was really his fault. I mean, he's been critical. He brought it on. He's, a, he's, yeah. he's worse than Simon Cowell. It, it is a dream that many people have when you get treated awful. And just... just Bring in the cake that says, I quit. I quit. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I mean, not here, because I love this place. Right. But I'm saying there are jobs like that. My last job in Albuquerque, if Oof. I could have done that, ooh. You basically did, but, did. but you were very kind and you I told them. I did it in a nice way. I'll, I'll give you a month or whatever yeah. it was. You yes. gave them all kinds of time. Uh, 520-775-0949 is our telephone number. In case you are someone who has just said, I'm out. I don't know if anyone really has. I honestly. don't know if anybody listening has either, but if so, we'd love to hear that story this morning. We're wondering, have you ever just quit a job like that? Um, I recently had started this one job, and it was only for a few days, but um, it was like an old job that I went back to. Uh-oh. And the boss there was just not seeing eye-to-eye with me. She was sitting there telling me, like, to be able to lift a person, it's all about the technique. And I just like, I was, I was so frustrated. I lost it with her. I was like, lady, I've been doing this job for like 20 years now. I know every single technique I can think of of how to lift a person. The fact that you don't have the proper equipment. And I just went into this field with her. I was like, I'm done. I'm not coming back. It's not worth it. And you did it right there. You walked out. I did. I packed, I grabbed my stuff and that, my lunchtime, I clocked out and never went back. Oh, wow. so good, didn't it? It did. My back felt better the next two days. And my whole body felt better. Was there any regret ever, like, in the next day or two, where you kind of like, oh, God, what did I do? Or did it just feel good the whole time? It felt good the whole time. And right on. come to find out, she quit her job, too. <laughs> <laughs> so. She couldn't do it without you. That was the problem. Oh my yeah, she's like, if she's out of here, I'm out of yeah, here, too. Yeah, you leave, I leave, Greg. <laughs> That's exactly the way I feel. Mayor, you leave. That's it. It's all over. So you go garage sailing and you become rich. It just happened uh, to this man who was in Connecticut, okay, New Haven. And he's like doing the yard sale thing. He finds this bowl. It turns out it's from the Ming Dynasty. And he paid $35 for it. It's worth like $1.4 million. It's Insane. <laughs> I mean, think about that's a good little return on investment right there. The Ming Dynasty was between 1403 and 1924, so this bowl, like it survived it all. It looks brand new. It's pretty cool, which is pretty good because I can't move anything from a house on one end of town to the other house on the other end of town without cracking a few bowls. Yeah, somehow this thing survived. Yes, and it's worth so much money, and and they're keeping his name like under wraps. Yeah, because, I wonder why. Because like he went and bought it. What about the people who sold that bowl? <laughs> what would you be doing if that was you right now? Uh, kicking myself really hard. I mean, I hear about these stories, <laughs> but but how do you know when right. you, you go? I mean, I'm like, I always am like, okay, I'm gonna find something, and then I'm like, eh. Well, and it, it's the whole thing of like, what's it worth to you, yes. right? Because we all have little things that we consider valuable in our houses that we just can't get rid of. That any other person come in and be like, get rid of that. That yeah. thing's stupid. Yes. Right? But it's worth something to you. So to that family that sold it, they were like, well, I don't know. I'll take 35 bucks for it. I feel like that's pretty good. Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. Did you ever just score like that where you went and found... An awesome deal at a yard sale, and it was worth so much more, Lori. 
We had, um, it was a, actually a yard sale by a uh, library, and my husband is a huge Star Trek fan, uh-huh. and he noticed a stack of Star Trek books sitting on top of the table, and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, I'm going to get these books, and they were like, oh, well, we have all of these down here. We got about 200 Star Trek books <gasps> for $60, and we had first run first editions of the original series that came out. First editions? What? Wow. That has to be worth money. Yeah. Huh? Did you feel so a little bit guilty that you that you and... got such a good deal, or were you just so happy? Oh, well, he was just so happy, period. And then when we realized that they were uh, first editions of you know the original series, then it's like, oh, my gosh, these are really worth the money. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah, who are the people who find these great deals at garage sales? <laughs> yeah. doesn't happen to me. Tell us a story if you got one like that at 775-0949. That's how you get through. You know, Antique Roadshows made a whole show about people oh, yeah. who, who find things, and, and that never happens to me. No. Who are you people who find these great things at garage sales? Seriously, 520-775-0949. Good morning. Good morning. Not me personally, but one of my first friends when I moved to Tucson, his name was Larry Sheets, and he's passed on. But he would go garage sailing. And buy, like, coffee cans full of junk jewelry, you know, costume jewelry and stuff like that. And he came out several times with real jewelry. I mean, diamonds were thousands. No. (laughs) Yeah, he was that lucky. Man, I've never been that lucky. You that lucky? No, that's that's like a dream come true. Uh Uh-huh. 520-775-0949. Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. Go ahead, Kay. What did you find at the garage sale? Actually, mine was the opposite. When oh. I went to college, I had boxed up a lot of my like, you know, toys and stuff I collected when I was in high school. And I was looking it up one day and found that a good chunk of what I had was worth close to five hundred dollars. And so when I went home, I asked my mom where the box was, and she had sold it in a garage sale for five bucks. <gasps> I said, Mom, you realize those were collector's items now, oh. and they're worth a lot of money? Oh, no. Moms. I said, some of them even have the tags on it. We're talking, like, original pound puppies. I was going to ask, like, Beanie Babies? <laughs> they were, like, the original pound puppies with their tags on it and their little yeah. kennels. Oh, the little kennels. I loved those. Those were awesome. Did the Beanie Babies ever pay off for anybody? Some of them did, okay. but I think a lot of people kind of got conned into thinking that if you kept the tag on it, it was going to be worth a lot. Well, yeah. most of them, they made a million of, so they weren't worth that I mean, much. you could go to McDonald's and get a Beanie Baby. Remember? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was like a big deal back in the day. But those pound puppies, the Cabbage Batch Kids, the oh, original, yeah. I mean, that might be worth some money at this point. Especially if you've got it like in the original packaging and all that yeah. stuff. You might find some of that at a garage huh. sale. 618 with Greg and Mayor in the morning. Coming up, our segment right now. We'd love to hear from you this morning, too. Just tell us uh, the big thing going on in your life right now. Whether you think it's interesting or not, I bet we'll find it interesting. I mean, are the kids going back to school and you're freaking out? Right. You know, are you so excited, maybe? Maybe like, it's mm-hmm. a spring break next oh, week yeah, and you're yeah, making yeah. a plan. I know your daughter's off this week. My this daughter's week. off next week. Yeah. What are you going to do with the kids? I know. There's... They're still saying not to travel, but I see everyone going to Disney. Disney's sold out, everyone. That Disney World. Disney, yeah. Not well, land. Don't don't go to Florida. <laughs> Just do yourself a favor. You gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. What's going on with you right now? 775-0949. 
Caden? I'm good. How about you? Oh, we're doing good. What's going on? Nothing. I'm just on my way to school. Yeah, where do you go to school? Oh, uh, Wilson. And when is spring break for you? Uh, next week. Oh, good. Nice. Do you have any plans for spring break? You got anything you're looking forward to doing? No, not really. Sleeping in, eating pancakes. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, we sure appreciate you guys listening on your way to school this morning. Tell mom and everybody thanks. Okay. Nice to hear from the young people. Yeah, Minecraft, Roblox, you know, all the other things. Now you're talking the language. You know, last year at this time, I was at the Grand Canyon on spring break, right before the big lockdown. And so now I'm like, I'm doing nothing. I know. It's my kid's spring break this week, and we haven't... You know. You haven't done a thing. I know. I feel so bad. <laughs> Where are you going to go? I know. I'm kind of waiting. They say, like, try to hold off travel for, like, three more months, they said. Yeah. They said to so try in. Yeah. Try in. Well, you know what that means, though? Summer's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're all going to be gone. <laughs> Nobody's going to be home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 632 at 94.9 Mix FM. I just got some great news, too. Speaking of things going on in life, uh, my cousin's been in a hospital with COVID and, like, the double lung pneumonia oh, and the whole horrible awful. thing. Uh-huh. She's going home today. Yay! Oh, so yes. thankful. How old is she? Uh, she's uh, she's about your age. Oh, she's, like, 29? <laughs> <laughs> 25? (laughs) Something like that. Okay. Well, I do think that there's a lot of people I see in the hospital between like that 40 and 55. That's what I'm saying, you know? You think it's like really old, older, you know? No, not necessarily. No, we've talked to a lot of people who are in that range who are like this close to being on a ventilator and they thought they might not make it out and then they did, you know, yeah. thankfully. So so be safe. It's, yeah. it's not yeah. over yet. Crazy. But yeah. I'm just so happy she's going home. That's yeah, good that's news. that's good news. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. I first heard this from Professor Curtis. Did you? I did. Was I it did. to... Put me after I. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes, that too. <laughs> I before E except after C. Go ahead. What okay, is- it says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but take your lunch break, your evenings, your weekends, your holidays, and your PTO. Paid time off? That's right. Yeah. Uh, you agreed to a job in exchange for pay and benefits. You did not sign up to sell your soul in every moment of your personal time. Fact, fact, fact. And by the way, I don't deserve the credit because I didn't say that. I just shared it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so true. It is true. It's it's I think I've spent most of my career selling my soul. I really do. Don't you feel that way too? Yes. You know, and, and giving up a lot of stuff, a lot of time with family and holidays and, and just all those things and and you know, and I get why, you know, because your career is so important. Well, if anything taught you anything this past year, it's you know. Family, friends, those things are, are most important. And, and and your mental health, your mental well-being, your physical well-being. We know people who are killing themselves at work. Yes. And it's just not worth it. It's not. It's, it's great if you love your job, and we do. But it's not the only thing. No. That's why you need to start getting sleep, Gregory. What you, pot. <laughs> Kettle. I mean, who are you? Hey, I'm still. What was your sleep score last night, Meredith? It was a 72. Oh, that's way better than mine. I'm still on uh, the melatonin still in my system. It's like, what are you doing to me? That is a great daily intention. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi there. It's Greg and Mare. What's your name? Brittany. Brittany, our 652 Pop Q. Question number one. The fallout from Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's interview with Oprah continues. 
Now British TV host Piers Morgan is out of his morning TV news anchor job following 41,000 complaints over the way he has trashed Meghan Markle this week. Some people know Piers Morgan as the other Simon Cowell from when he was here in the United States with Howie Mandel, Sharon Osbourne as TV show judges. Do you remember which show they were judges on together? America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent, yep. Yes, First, yes. like, six or seven seasons. You are correct and on the board. Question number two. In honor of International Women's Day this week, Lego released a special edition Amelia Earhart set. What major accessory do you suppose comes with the Amelia Earhart minifigure of Legos? Uh, I would say maybe it's like her hat or her goggles. So she was really known for those. Think bigger. Yes, that she has that. But think like the biggest accessory of all time. Oh, an airplane? An airplane. <laughs> yes. I was thinking a bomber jacket with those She's goggles. got that, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah, it's the uh, the plane that she flew across the Atlantic solo back in 1932. You could have a Lego version. And question number three, Big Bang Theory star Mayim Bialik very much wants to bring back her first big show, Blossom, for a limited series. So do the main stars from another 90s TV show. We're hearing now that both James Vanderbeek and Katie Holmes have been asked about a revival of their show about four teenage friends, and they said they are up for doing it, but nothing is in the works yet. Which show do you think we're talking about? I think it's Dawson's Creek. Yes! Oh, yes! Dawson's Creek is correct. <laughs> do you think that... I actually have never seen that show. I just knew that theme song. What? <laughs> yeah. what? You are good. Oh, well, you need to binge watch it. I'm sure it's on Netflix. I mean, you got to see Joey Joey coming through the window for, you know, Pacey or, you know, Dawson or whatever, you know. Um, I, I was just excited to learn that Vanderbeek, James' last name, yeah. means from the creek. Oh, does it? And he, the show is Dawson's oh. Creek. He had to be cast it in that show. to be him. Yeah, there you with go. his mullet. It's awesome. Exactly. Brittany, you did it. Thanks for listening this morning. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have a good day. I don't want to wait. a ridiculous amount of... Blank. What do you own a ridiculous amount of? I mean, besides the inspirational coffee coffee mugs. Right now what I does have... What that one say? It says, just have fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would say for me, it's like <laughs> lipsticks. Oh my god! Or like the lip stains. Like I have uh-huh. way too many. I have way too many wire hangers that are just ha- taking up space. Oh. There's not even no any clothes on them. more wire hangers! I know. Nobody Mommy knows. Dearest, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that's one. Oh, that tortured me. Uh, <laughs> it tortured a lot of people. What's the other one? Oh, um, drums. I've got so many drums. You and do? Drum accessories. Oh, my gosh. You have, I mean, couldn't you just put like a whole musical instrument thing there? Yeah. Didn't you get that big thing from your friend? Yeah, the marimba. Yeah, yeah. It's only like six or seven feet oh long. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. That's what I have. Too many musical I, instruments. I do have a lot of, like, jackets. Like, too many. That yeah. I've realized. Like, I, you bomber jackets. Desert. Yeah, like, little, like, leather jacket black, leather jacket brown, leather jacket white. Like, you oh know. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's really too much. Can you fill in that blank this morning? I have a ridiculous amount of... Katie Rutowski wrote on our Facebook page, addicted to Dollar Tree for cleaning products and smellies, like Febreze, Airwick Glade, Incense, Renews It. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Essential oils. She has way too many stinky... Things. I didn't know you could get essential oils at the Dollar Tree. I don't know if the 
those are going to be the same ones <laughs> that you want. Uh, Emily said she has too much Disney stuff. Mm. Uh, Mayor Cabello said cheese graters. I love them, which I think is so <laughs> random and so funny all at the same time. Oh, my gosh. We have way too many dull scissors in our house. It's like when, the, when the scissors get dull, we just get a new pair of scissors. I'm not even kidding you. Like eight pairs of scissors in our house. And yet... Can None. you find any? No. No, no, no. no. It's ridiculous. 520-775-0949. You have a ridiculous amount of what in your house? Uh, old Navy flip-flops. Uh. <laughs> I'm back embarrassed. <laughs> they are cheap, aren't They're they? They're so cheap, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'll just get another pair. Anytime they have their dollar sale, I am there. Dollar flip-flops. And I will bring people. Oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, you get a pair and you get a pair. You feel like Oprah when you yeah. take them for the dollar sale. I love that. That's a good feeling. Uh, Amber said that she has cats. We have nine failed foster babies. <laughs> I know. Uh, Samantha, reusable Starbucks cups. Christina, Color Street, which I don't know if you know what this is, but no. it's like those stickers you put on your, your fingernails so you don't have to go get a manicure. So I get it. And somebody else said um, the Ipsy bags. So if you've ever done those monthly Ipsy makeup bags, they send you one every month. And they start to collect. Weren't you? Didn't you have a stack of those tried, at one point? I tried to huck them off on your daughter. I think you gave her I like gave three her. or four. <laughs> I and have more. Tell her I'm to come sure over. You do. No, thank you. <laughs> Our whole enchilada coming up. Still taking your calls at seven seven five zero nine four nine. I have a ridiculous amount of what? U of A cups from all the different sporting events. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> We just keep them because we love U of A. Yes. You can't get rid of something that says U of A. You can't throw those out. Yeah. Oh, wait. Wait, you guys. I only get them for Christmas gifts, so. It's UA now, everyone. No, it's U Arizona. Okay. Oh, U Arizona. UA. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, have a good day. Turn down. Uh, Lisa, she said we have a ridiculous amount of EG's Ranch Cups. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've had three people on our Facebook page say they have too many leggings, which, Yes. Is there yes. such a thing? Uh, yeah, that's all you should wear. Not in my house. <laughs> not, yeah. Time for that whole enchilada. The important stories you didn't even know you needed. Finally, finally, the Queen and Windsor Castle or whatever they call it, they break. They broke their silence on Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's uh, Oprah interview. For somebody who loves the royal so much, I'm surprised you don't know that it's Buckingham Palace. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of Prince Harry's last name last night. I'm like, what's his name? Yeah. You know. Windsor is correct. Um, okay. The palace has finally released this statement. Here it is. Four sentences. You ready? The whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. Mm. Yes. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they're taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Harry, Meghan, and Archie will always be much-loved family members. That's what they said. They kind of just left it at that. There must have been some element of the family that watched that interview the other night and went, that's how they feel? Like, didn't you get that feeling? Yeah, that yeah. They just aren't great communicators with each other in the oh, family, including Harry? communicators. Yes, they don't know how to communicate, which, P.S., you should have read that because you could do the English accent. I cannot. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you did great. That was excellent. Uh, yeah, I don't think they communicate. And, and they're saying that, like, Prince William is, like, done. Like, he's beside himself. How do you put it? 
back together again. Yes. Humpty yes. Dumpty. Yes. How do you put that family back And together? I I see all sides. I have empathy for every side of this right now. I really do. It Be- seems to me that the one person who can get everybody in the room to have those conversations, probably Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. She's got to be the one who says, come on, everybody come back home. We're all going to sit down. We're all going to talk it through. No no more of this talking to the press. Let's oh talk to each gosh. other. Yeah, what a mess. What a mess. Um, here's something that's a little bizarro before we get to some good news here in a minute. A study looked at the most unique job-related things people in each state are Googling more than any other state, okay? In, let me see, it's in uh, Washington State. What do you think they're Googling more than any other state? Amazon. Oh, you're close, actually. (laughs) I mean, the right idea, what they're looking at is Starbucks jobs. That's what they're Googling. Okay. How about in Florida? What do you think they're Googling in Florida when it comes to jobs? Oh, to jobs? Disney. Jobs that Uh don't drug test. That's what Florida's Google searching. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes. That's a problem right there. In New York, they're Googling hate my boss. Oh, man. Job-related yeah, searches. Yeah. Here in Arizona, uh-oh. Uh-oh. we Google more than any other state, what should I do with my life? And that's just my Googles. <laughs> You're hitting it a lot. A lot. Hitting that Google. Uh, yeah, what should I do with my life? Oh, my gosh. Uh, this is interesting. Two-thirds of people working at home, they're thinking of moving to another country. Where are we going? I don't know. Let's go to Europe. <laughs> okay. I kind of want to go to Europe, even though right now, I don't know about the I UK. Know, I don't know if now's the time, to be I'll, honest with you. Yeah, because you can work from anywhere, take the kids with you. I do. I know some people who are selling their house and moving to Morocco. Real? What? Yes. Yes. I know, right? What? Bringing their two kids and everything. That's incredible. Uh, Morocco of all places. Yeah. Uh, 62% Americans who are working from home also are thinking... Besides of the moving to another country, they're thinking of moving at least to a new city here in the U.S. Wow. If, if they can't get past the, the other country part, yeah. they at least plan to move. That's incredible. I know. I think you should take a deep breath because this pandemic, you know, we're going to get better and better. And then all of a sudden we're going to be like, uh-oh. I cashed in my career for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh, can't pay my bills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now what do I do? Uh, okay, here's one more story for you. And it's a good news story. Two best friends who got separated as children during the Holocaust. Oh, my gosh. Recently reunited on Zoom 82 years Ah. after they last saw each other. Both assumed that the other had died during World War II, but they never stopped looking. They finally found each other, and now they're talking on Zoom once a week. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine the emotion that that brings up, knowing Incredible. that they're each alive and they could have conversations and they had these whole lives and they both walked through such huge trauma? That's 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 awesome. It really is that cool. they could get to the other side of it. And, you know, sometimes when we get a little bit older in life and we reconnect with somebody who was there from our very beginning, yeah, you find out just how special they are and how cool your life has been and you get to share that stuff. Yeah. Nobody's going to understand you like those people. Yeah, they get it. They, they were know, there at the beginning. They know where you're from. Yeah. They understand you. I love that. I know. Am I wrong time on Mix? Am I Ashley emailed us, Greg and Merritt, MixFM.com. She says, my best friend and her boyfriend are very good friends with my husband and me. We get along great, have always done a lot of things together. I've known her since we were in the fourth grade, says Ashley. Fourth grade. But lately, she writes, 
My girlfriend's sending some weird vibes. Last few times out, she's come without her boyfriend. I asked her about it when we met for lunch last week, and she told me they were going through a rough time. And she wanted to keep her distance for a while. Okay, no big deal, writes Ashley. But since then, she keeps talking about my husband. A lot. Uh-oh. She tells me how lucky I am, how funny he is, Uh-oh. how he always does and says the right thing, and how she wishes she could find a guy like him. Uh-oh. Is that bad? <laughs> I don't know. Ashley says that was okay at first, but yesterday she posted a picture of her and him, meaning her husband, on Instagram, just the two of them. It was from last year when the four of us went out and we took a bunch of harmless photos. Now... I'm thinking something else is going on. Am I wrong? Or is she after him? I'm afraid of confronting her about it because if there's nothing happening, it makes me seem crazy or paranoid. What would you guys do? Signed, Ashley. I don't know. I don't know, Greg. From my past, when someone had been cheating on me, they brought up the other person's name so much. Like, I should have known. Do you know what I mean? So they were openly talking with yeah. you. Well, their friend. Oh, let me tell you about my friend. And you that know? was the person they were having a relationship yeah. with beside yeah. you? Yeah, and I was like, you know, and then uh. when I questioned, like, oh, you sure talk about them a lot. They're like, okay, well, you're going to make it happen. Well, no, it's that I was aware that it didn't feel right. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just sure. what I'm saying. Oh, man. I'm not saying that he's doing anything. I don't know. I just say when you feel danger in your gut, usually there's a reason. I don't know. My spidey senses would be up. That's all I'm saying. Is is that where you're at too, Monica? What do, what do you think about that? I have a really bad feeling about this. I've been in a similar situation. Um, it wasn't anyone I was married to, but I had a friend that I was friends with for a very long time and it just seemed like the person I was interested in, she ended up going after. So oh. if that's your best friend, then she should be posting pictures of you and not your husband. Yeah. You know, if she's going through a rough patch, you would want that support of someone that's been there for your whole life instead of putting a distance. Um, and I would even, you know, it takes two. So, I mean, if there's something going on, then what is her husband thinking? I mean, it's just a really bad situation. And even if there's not, that trust is already gone because of everything that's been said. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we're with you on that. Okay. So thank you very much. Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. Uh Rochelle, where, where are you at on Ashley's situation? Do you think she's just crazy or is there something going on? Uh, it could be either or, but I wouldn't keep my mouth shut about it. Because knowing from personal experience, I did keep my mouth shut because for the same reason, I didn't want to sound like a crazy wife. I didn't want to sound paranoid. Yeah. And what I was feeling was correct. And I wish I would have said something. How did you find out? What do you mean? He finally told me that he'd been having an affair, having an affair with our mutual friend for about three months. Oh, my God. And I've been feeling this for a few months before that. So. Your gut was right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So go with the gut. If you're wrong, it doesn't hurt to say something. Because if you are right, you need to know. Yeah. I guess to bring it up isn't a bad idea, right? No. I do think that when someone is constantly bringing someone else's name up, 
you need to be aware, especially if it's your husband's name that they're saying. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. I do feel like when I've had somebody cheat, they always are saying that they're always telling stories about that other person. Have you ever had that experience in your own house? I, I have. I remember a time when my wife had a, a friend at work and they were doing lunches and stuff. And so she would say, oh, today when I was having lunch with so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. And about the fourth day that I heard that, <laughs> I, I was kind of like, huh. <laughs> and did you and say then, something? No, I didn't actually. And then it just kind of dwindled off on its own. Oh, like good, it never, good. it didn't become, I didn't yeah. keep that feeling. It was just that one little day that, where I was that like, gut vibe. Huh, of, yeah. I yeah. wonder if there's something here. And then I didn't get uh, it anymore. Yeah, which I, mean, was, I, I think that, you know, when you're, you're, person is kind of maybe even has a little like crush on someone Mm. but they're not going to do anything like you feel it you know who they vibe with man that's crazy oh i hate that feeling (laughs) (laughs) let's sneak in one more call here we got time for a quick one go ahead martha what would you do um here's how i would approach it i would sit my husband down and i would say my best friend has been acting really strange and all of these kinds of things, and I would judge it by his reaction. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it seemed as though he was covering up something, oh. or maybe he'd tell her, or maybe he'd say, you know, she's coming on to me all the time, and it's making me nervous. I don't know what to do. So I think I would go that route rather than approaching the friend. Oh, put I like him, that. Put Start him there. in the hot seat. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because, you know... It, He's the one that would be problematic as well. You know, he's married. Yeah. 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 Unless he's not doing anything, which I think you get a good sense of that based on his reaction, which is your point. And if he's not doing anything, then he can say to you, maybe, maybe she's just making me crazy because she keeps coming on to me and I just only love you. Yeah, that's that's a good thing to do. Except that sometimes guys aren't really smart about knowing who's coming on to them. Well, you don't know. I mean, you could sit there. <laughs> I, I mean, no I could idea. say to my, my husband, you can't keep going to lunch with your high school girlfriend. Like, she's totally into you. And he'd be like, what? No. I mean, don't you trust me? Yeah, but I don't trust her. <laughs> I do not trust her. There it is. Uh-huh. Guys don't get it. We don't get it at all. We're ignorant to all of that stuff. We don't see any of those signs. You could be hitting us over the head with it. We're like, huh? Mm-hmm. 775-0949 is one way to get through with your Am I Wrong situation, or you can do what Ashley did and send us a note, a uh, quick email or whatever. Greg and Mare at MixFM.com. 8.23 right now, 10 after trivia. When it comes to cleanliness in your house, your dog is cleaner than you might expect. A new study finds dogs' paws are cleaner than this everyday item in your house. What is it? Well, I'm going to guess uh, your cell phone. Your cell phone. Probably true. Yeah. I cell phone's got gross. One of those, I got one of those UV lights. Oh, you did? Bacon. Oh, yeah. Oh, good for you. It was part of my FabFitFun box. Oh. <laughs> But that's not it. It's not the smartphone. Thank you very much. 94.9 Mix FM, what do you think? The remote control. Oh, so gross. That is gross. I I do need to wipe mine down. I see the kids picking their nose and touching the remotes and putting their hands in their mouth. Good answer, but not the right one today. (laughs) 94.9 Mix FM, we say researchers are talking about one thing in your house that's a lot filthier than your dog's paws. What is it? How about the sponge in your sink? Oh, the one here at work, it's in our workplace kitchen, so nasty. might be the worst one of all time. We and might hold the world record and That's here. all there is. Yeah. As the unmasked people are like, <laughs> coughing all over it as they're washing stuff. We have a guy here in the workplace, and that's not the right answer, by the way, but we'd love your guess. Uh, 
People leave the sponge here in the sink, and we have a guy in our building who likes to chew tobacco, and he will go and clean out his tobacco mouth in that same sink. It is so gross. Anyway. All this and COVID. Thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good day. We appreciate you playing this morning. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi there. What do you think? I think a dog is cleaner than our shoes. That's the exact right answer. It is really. Yep. For anybody who's ever thought, well, I can wear my shoes inside, but I certainly don't want my dog to walk on my rug or something like that. Right, The dog's paws are way cleaner than the soles of our shoes. Why is that? Exactly. I do not know. They're on the dirt. Yep. You know, they're stepping in their own, you know, body Right, <laughs> but for some reason, there's uh-huh. some sort of natural cleaning that happens. Okay, and they apparently don't track in half of the nastiest bacteria that our shoes always do. And you know what else they're doing? They're eating our garbage and, and cleaning their body parts. I know, and then they're licking their paws. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's all disgusting. You would think it'd be terrible, yes. but the dog's paws are cleaner than the bottom of your shoes. That is the right answer. What is your name? Molly. Molly. Great job. You're brilliant. Way to go. Thanks well, for playing today. this is today. the best part of my day. Thank you. Oh, well, we appreciate you listening today. So nice. To 94.9 Mix FM. We'll be back commercial free to kick off your work day in minutes here on Mix. Morning show. All my friends. Greg. Greg. And Mayor. And Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.